of listening to God. Now, you, you may get the idea that we were, we're just mainly talking about personal devotions, but it's not just personal devotions. Obviously, a time of prayer is, is going to be included in our time of devotions, and letting God speak to us through his word is involved in personal devotions, but it goes beyond just our personal devotions, as you'll see this point develop a little bit more as we go along. So I want to just begin with a word of prayer, and then we'll continue. Father, again, thank you for your word and the, the truth that it is, and that it can teach us, it can change us, it can help us. And truly, as we look into this lesson, we do want to get to know you better. You know us inside and out. You know everything about us. You know our our, our our downsings, our uprisings. You know everything we do, everywhere we go, every thought that we have. And we're so limited in our knowledge of you. We're grateful, Lord, that we can speak to you and get answers, and that helps us to get to know you better. And we're also grateful we can look into your word as a personal time of devotions And also we can come to church and and hear your word taught, hear it preached, and be challenged and be enlightened. And we pray that our, our, our minds, our consciences, our hearts would be illuminated this morning as we look into your word and ask Holy Spirit that you would be our teacher. Help me, Lord, to say those things that are most needful for the group here. Lord, we all have different needs, and I just pray that you would... Work to meet them as you have in the past. We pray these things now in Jesus' name. Amen. So, we talk to God. That's the first part of getting to know God. The second point is to listen to God. And God speaks to us. We mentioned, we kind of give the introductory thoughts of that through his word. And he said, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. This is Second Timothy 3.16. And is profitable for doctrine, for reproof for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So we know how to live. We we know what to do. We know how things should operate. We know how to have marriages. We know how to uh, handle our finances. We know how to teach our children. We know how to do all of these things because God's word says to do it and how to do it. So we, we get the message of God from his word, and that's the Bible. And his message applies to our everyday living. And we're supposed to apply it to our our daily lives. So I want to get into this idea here of, again, listen to God. There's a couple points underneath this. And the first one is God speaks through the scriptures. He, He really does speak to us through the scriptures. We talk to God and we call that prayer. He speaks to us, and that happens through his word. And that's why we call it his word. It's the Bible. It's his word because it's his message to us. If you want to know anything there is to know about living this life, you study the Bible and find principles and promises, precepts, and and, uh, all of these things that will guide us. We get instruction right here. If you're discouraged, you can get in here and find out how to not be discouraged. If you're stumped about a decision, you need wisdom, then God gives his word. Uh, and He is wisdom. He gives us wisdom, and he gives us instruction. So everything we need to know uh, really about living this life comes from 
the Bible. Now, it's a big book. It takes a while sometimes to get through it, right? <laughs> a lot of people, are, are, are they try to read through the Bible once a year. And even that, for some people find it challenging. It only works out to be about four chapters or so a day. But uh, folks find it too challenging to spend that much time reading the Bible. And that really shouldn't be overly challenging. We read all sorts of other things. Uh, check your screen time sometime and, and see how much time you, you give to your phone and reading through the news articles and emails and all those other things. And when we have all the answers to life problems right here in the Word, then we probably ought to spend a little bit more time there. So if we fail to learn His Word, let me ask you this. Will we get to know Him properly? I know it's Sunday morning. Cobwebs. Answer is no. (laughs) If we don't get into His Word and study it, we're not going to know Him properly. And so neglecting our Bibles can be the source of many problems. So if you, to the extent that you neglect your, your Bible, I would suggest you're going to have more problems in life and not how, know how to deal with them. But thankfully, God's given us a couple of different ways that we'll at least look at today about how we can get to know and learn his word. And the first one, number one there, if you, if you still have your outline, uh, it says uh, daily Bible reading allows God to speak to your heart every day. And so in Acts seventeen eleven, you don't have to turn there, uh, we see Luke, he was the author of, of the book of Acts. He told us of the people, about the people in Thessalonica. And it said that they searched the scriptures daily. That's a pretty good practice to have. Now, uh, do you search the scriptures daily? You should, because that's how we get to know God. Let me ask you this. How many days in a week... Do you really not need a message from God? That should be zero. (laughs) We need a message from God every day. So if we need a message from God, if we need some insight from God, if we need some wisdom from God every day, and the place to get that is from his word where he can speak to us, then it makes sense then Every day, we will be in this book. Now, we could even take this even further. How many times in a day do you need wisdom from God? Only one time a day? Probably not. And so when we say we ought to have our time of devotions, and we suggest that it's best to have your time of devotion in the morning... And we try to point people every morning to get up, read their Bible, have a time of prayer. And that's really important. But it doesn't mean that after I've read my Bible this morning, I just close it up and I just forget about God and his word the rest of the day. I should be able to reflect upon those things he spoke about. There is a verse in the Psalms that I read a few nights ago that God has just been just really bringing back to my mind and I need it and that I, I've been finding myself going back to that uh, several several days and you say well that was from back then yeah it was from back then but I still need it now 
And that's how God's word works. We, he, he wants to keep speaking to us. He doesn't want us just to forget about what he spoke to us about. And so we need to stay in the book and daily be in the book. And we need to determine to take time to read the Bible every morning before we start our day. And really, just once a day, like I said, is, is probably, uh, not probably, it's not enough. We have to rehearse it throughout the day. I have a time in the morning when I read my Bible. We have family devotions in the evening. That's when we have it. Some people have it in the morning. We've had it in the evening for years. And then before I go to bed, I like to read something out of the Psalms. There are at least three times in a day where I'm going to get my mind focused on God's word because I need God's word. It doesn't mean that that's the only time I'll ever, the only three times I'll ever crack open my Bible, but I need it. And I, I would just encourage you, yes, have your time of daily devotions. Some people would, it, it would be helpful if they at least started that. But don't just limit it to that and say, well, I did that and I'm good to go. I'm spiritual because I did this one thing. We need God's word. We need to get to know him. We need something from him. His word does so much for us. And reading the scriptures will give us wisdom to help us face whatever comes our way. So God, again, speaks through the scriptures. Daily Bible reading allows him to speak to our hearts every day. Then secondly, God speaks through the preaching of his word. And we find this in Titus. I asked you to turn to Titus chapter 1, verses 2 and 3. It says, In hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie, and I like that, God cannot lie, so everything he says is true, and the Bible is what he says, so everything he says in the book is true, right? So God that cannot lie promised before the world began Then he says, but hath in due times manifested his word through what? Through preaching. So God's word is made known. It's manifested through preaching, which is committed unto me, Paul was saying, according to the commandment of God our Savior. So God called men who preach God's word can open up the scriptures to us in ways that sometimes we we miss. It doesn't mean you, you can't ever have understanding on your own. You do have understanding of your own. But how many times have you come to church and you heard a sermon and it's like, oh, that's exactly what I needed. Or, oh, I always wondered about that passage. And God happened to use the preaching that day to open up his word to help you. And uh, something special happens when a, a faithful man of God opens up the Word of God in the power of the Spirit of God and brings forth the message. Because now God's at work. He's doing something in our midst. And he likes to do that. There are times in, in, in places where the Bible's not really opened up too much in some churches. And in many churches, it's not even the right version of the Bible. It's, it's the, uh, uh, a corrupted version where the word of God has been changed. And they leave verses out. They, they change 
words and things aren't even saying. So when you, when you get into a church where, you know, the man of God's not shacking up with, a, you know, with some other woman in the church and committing adultery and smoking and drinking throughout the week, <laughs> when you get a man of God who's trying to serve God and he's using the word of God and he's filled with the spirit of God, then the Holy Spirit will be our teacher. And it's a, it's a, it's a blessed thing. So it's not, again, something special happens when we come to church. And it's amazing how the Lord can address the needs of so many different people uh, through the teaching and preaching of his word. It's not enough to simply stay at home and read the Bible for yourself. That's important, but it's not enough. We need to go to church and be faithful to church to hear his word preached because according to the scriptures, he has chosen to use both of those methods to teach us the word of God. And if we ignore one of those methods, then we're going to not get all of what God has for us. So take the person who says, well, I don't read my Bible every day. I just go to church and I expect them to give me something. Well, how do you know that what they're giving you is true? Go home and study it so you know what they're giving you is true. But you also need something for, for yourself. You need something every day from God's word. And so the person who only comes to church and doesn't read the Bible, they're going to miss something. The person who uh, only reads their Bible and doesn't come to church, they're going to miss something. Because God has chosen both ways. We need to make sure that we're uh, availing ourselves to both of these methods for him to give us a message. And we need to be faithful to daily Bible reading and Bible study and consistent in our church attendance. So we need to get to know God. We, we, uh, we talked to him. That was last week. This week we're talking about listening to God. Now God speaks to, uh, through the scriptures. That's the first point. And that's through daily Bible reading and through the preaching of his word. But then, not only does he speak through the scriptures, God speaks through his spirit, the Holy Spirit of God. Now, let me pause here and say there's, been a, there's a lot of confusion out there concerning the Holy Spirit of God. This lesson doesn't give me the opportunity to teach everything there is to know about the Holy Spirit of God and how he works in our lives. But I would like to point out a couple things. I'd like you to turn uh, back to John uh, chapter number 16. We'll catch a couple points here, a couple verses in, in the book of John. Just to help us a little bit. I've got lots of different either sermons and other lessons about the Holy Spirit. Again, we don't have time to go in and, and hash all that out. But uh, a lot of people lean on their feelings and, and they say, well, I feel like this is what I should do. And then they, they call that the leading of the Holy Spirit. That that's not a biblical view of the leading of the Holy Spirit. Where we say, I feel like I want to do this. And because that agrees with me that now all of a sudden... That's the Holy Spirit's leading in my life. No, God, the Holy Spirit, leads us according to truth, according to the scriptures. His job 
is, is found in John 16, verse 13. It says, if you are there, Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, again, the spirit of truth. What is truth? Jesus said, thy word is truth. So the Bible is truth. So he's the spirit of truth. Not only is he the author of the scriptures, he's the one that helps us to understand the scriptures. So howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. So the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. He will show me, he will show you what the word of God means, how he wants to apply it to our lives. And so it's the spirit of God, like I mentioned that verse in Psalms that God keeps bringing back to my mind. It's the spirit of God that it keeps pointing me back to that word. He uses his word to speak to me. There's a need, in, a particular need in my life that he has taken his word and applied to my life and reminds me of his word and helps me to get help and comfort and strength and guidance through his word. This is how the spirit of God speaks to us. It's not this impression. It's not, I heard a voice and it was the spirit of God. No, the spirit of God guides us into truth. He leads us according to truth. Look with me back in chapter 14, verse 26. Chapter 14, verse 26. But the Comforter, that's another name for the Holy Spirit, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and here's a wonderful thought, and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. So he teaches us. You ever reading through the Bible and all of a sudden it's like the lights come on? You say, well, I've read that passage before, but all of a sudden the lights have come on because the Holy Spirit illuminated you. He said, boom, I want you to see this truth. And if you come with a heart looking for something from God, then he will open up the truth to you. Have you ever read a passage and you get through it and said, I don't even know what I just read. So you said, I'm going to go back and read that. And when you do take the time to go back and read that, all of a sudden, man, like neon lights is a verse popping out at you saying, you need this. You're like, I am so glad I just didn't cruise through this and say, oh, I got my Bible reading done. I'm good for the day. I'm glad I went back and looked and the Holy Spirit helped me. And so as a, I'll go back and say it again. As I'm reminded of that verse in Psalm that has been helpful to me, who was the one who taught me something from it? It was the Holy Spirit. Who was the one that, as it says here, will bring all things to your remembrance? Who's the one that keeps bringing me back? It's the Holy Spirit. So this is how the Holy Spirit of God speaks to us. He speaks, yes, but he speaks through the word of God. And he will never lead you contrary to the word of God. Over the years, I've you know, had the opportunity to lead different churches and ministries and I remember different people come at different times and say, ah, pastor, it's, it's, uh, God is leading me on and he's leading me to such and such an area. And I remember 
on different occasions say, well, is there a good church in that area? I remember one area in particular. I knew there was absolutely no good church, none. I said, so is there a good church? Uh, No, but God is leading me there. When I said, well, no, God's not leading you there because the Holy Spirit's not going to lead you contrary to the word of God and outside of the will of God. And, yeah, consequently, those people who just do what they want to do and they rubber stamp it with, it's God's will, I had peace, the Holy Spirit led me, it never works out. It never works out in the end. You can say whatever you want to say about what you want to do, but don't blame God (laughs) for going against his word and thinking it's all going to be good and it's all going to be blessed. There's been a whole lot of things in life that I would rather do. And sometimes, to be quite honest, I've not wanted to follow the Bible in my life. Now, don't look at me like that's a shocker because you haven't either. And I have to go back and say, but this is what God says, and I better follow what he says because I've learned by experience when I do what I want, I mess it up. And so I need him, I need his word, I need him to speak to me through the scriptures. I need him to speak to me through the Holy Spirit, which also goes back to the scriptures. Right Now, it's true, the Holy, we may feel a prompting in our hearts and lives at times to do something or to say something or to witness to somebody, to give a track. But again, where does that prompting come from? It's, it's not a prompting contrary to the scriptures. It's a prompting according to the scriptures. All right, so it's, it's, it's simple. The Holy Spirit will speak to our hearts. He will teach us. He will guide us. And he will remind us And all of that points back to the Word of God. He will impress truths of Scripture upon us and and, and help us to go in the right direction. And we must listen then to the Holy Spirit. And if He does speak to us through His Word, and He does prompt us, then it's our job to not ignore Him, but to listen to Him and to follow Him. It might be to... He might prompt us or convict us or some, whatever to avoid a certain sin, to witness to a certain person, to perform some act of kindness. Whatever it is, we need to follow the Lord. Now, I know I have a lot more in the outline, and I'm going to get to that. And I'm basically going to give you the blanks to fill in because these are all lessons that could be taught for weeks on end. And that's not going to be what happens here in today's class. But I do want to give you those in a moment. But I'm, I'm actually throwing something into this lesson. So uh, you don't have this on your, on your handout. It could actually be the point right after uh, uh, listen to God. So we talk to God. How do you get to know people? You talk to them. You listen to them. But then can I also just throw this out? This is just, this is total bonus here. Uh, let me say this observe God. If you want to get to know someone, you observe them. You watch them, right? You know, before a, before a, a young man decides to uh, ask a, a young lady out on a date, he's trying to figure out, is this the right type of person for me? You know, does, 
to, to see, seem to have a, a, a sweet, humble spirit? Does she seem to be godly? Does she, she, and he's got this little list, hopefully, if he's a good Christian, of uh, godly character traits that he wants his future wife to have. And so he, she's not his future wife yet. He's just trying to see if she's even worth considering. Right? He's observing to see if this is the right time. And the young ladies are also doing the same thing. They're waiting, okay, if this guy asks me out, no way in the world. I'm going to tell him, drop dead. Or, uh, you know, they've got their little list too. And they're already in the back of their mind. They know who they want uh, to ask out. And if he says, would you uh, go to the snack shop with me? You know, the heart's fluttering. And she's like, ah, let me think. Yes. You know, it's just like, she already knows. She knows who she's open to, and she knows who she's not. And that's because of observation. You know, if he's, if he's a jerk, <laughs> he, 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 he badmouths authority, he's late all the time, he, he bombs every quiz and test he has, he, he doesn't turn in his papers, she's not, hopefully, she's not going to give him the time of day. Right? She's observing him. Unless she's the same way, then she's going to be more than happy to, you know, they say birds of a feather flock together. So the whole idea then is you observe someone. Let me just say this. Let me take this moment and say, observe God. Take some time and think about the Lord and who he is and what he's done. In, in, in Psalm, and this is, you'll get to know him more. You'll get to know him more. In Psalm 143, verse number 5, it says, I remember the days of old. So he's thinking back now. He's getting his mind uh, focused backward, right? Um, He says, I meditate on all thy works. So it's a Psalm of David. He's speaking to God. He says, I'm remembering. He says, I'm meditating on. On all thy works. Wow, can you imagine that? Meditating on all of God's works, his works of creation, his works of redemption. I mean, there's so much he's done. You can get lost in thought. And he says, I muse, you know, I pause, I think on the work of thy hands. So he's studying the handiwork of God, he's thinking about God, he's He's focusing on God, and he's saying, wow. And, and that, um, that verse in Psalm that I said that I keep going back to, I'll, I'll tell you what it is, because it goes along with this thought. Uh, in Psalm 104, verse 34, he says, My meditation of him shall be sweet. I will be glad in the Lord. There's a lot of things in this life that can get you down. A lot of things in this life that would steal your joy. But you know what you do? You meditate on him. And my meditation of him shall be sweet. And so I want to get to know God more. You want to get to know God more. Think about him. Think about who he is. When you're reading through the scriptures... See how great he is. See how wonderful he is and and see what he's done. Remember what he's done for you. Remember what he's done for other people. Um, uh, Yeah. 
Anyway, I could say more. But I promised you I would give you these other blanks. So you develop that on your own. Amen. Again, that's all bonus, and I hope it was a blessing because it's a blessing to me. You want to get to know God, spend some time with him. Talk to him. Ask him questions. Listen to him. Observe him. And apply uh, what you learn to your daily life. It goes far beyond just the daily devotions. It involves our attendance at church, our worship, our daily living. Now, let me give you some tips for Bible, for prayer and Bible study, okay? I'll just give you these blanks. Find a quiet place. If you want to have your devotions, find a quiet place. That might mean you have to get up before the children. Uh, secondly, try to be alone. The Bible talks about, you know, entering into your closet. Well, that's not, that's an inner, small inner room. It didn't necessarily mean a place where you hang your clothes. Choose a time in the morning. And that's the best time because our days start there and we want to begin our day with God. Fourthly, spend time with God every day, not just once in a while. Fifthly, um, do not hurry through your time with God. Allow him to speak. Don't say, well, I've got to get through this and say I did it. No, let him speak to you. Uh, number six, have a desire to be with God. Not just, I've got to do this. And then number seven, go to bed early so you can get up early and spend time with God. Let me say this. A decision to stay up late is typically a decision to get up late or to get up groggy and not have quality time with God. Number eight, have a place to read in your Bible. Have some kind of reading schedule. And then number four, which is, uh, again, we're talking about tips for for praying Bible. So number four, what to include in your daily time with God. How do you do this devotional thing? I don't know that there's a magical thing. I've got scripture. Like I said, I have a whole entire lesson I could teach just on this thought here. Maybe another time. Who knows? Uh, but let me just say this. Start with a short prayer. Just start with a short prayer. You know, Thank the Lord for his blessings. Confess any sin you know about. Ask him to teach you something from the Bible. Then get into the Bible. Uh, read your Bible and think about it. <laughs> Not just read Read and think about it. Actually look for a message. If God wants to speak to us, so we should be looking for a message from his word every day. It might be a promise. It might be a command. It might be a warning. It might be a fact about God that we step back and say, wow, I'm observing him and his handiwork and his, 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 his majesty. So read your Bible and think about it. Then I would suggest it might be helpful also Next, to write down God's message to you each day to help you remember. You can use a notebook for this. We have a devotional journal called My Time with God in the bookstore that might be helpful for you to record what God speaks to you. But if you're recording, the neat thing about recording something is you're looking for a message. If you know you're going to write something down, you're looking for something instead of just cruising through and saying, I don't know what I just read, but I read it. So it might be helpful to... Get in the habit of writing something down. And then have a time of prayer. Develop a prayer list and include important things such as your personal needs, your family needs, your friends, the church leaders, people who need to be saved, uh, those who are sick. And then keep a journal of blessings and answers to prayer. I think that's also helpful. And we have a little section of that in the back of my time with God 
and it would be helpful, again, if you're interested in that. All right, let's 